0: This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. Hi, Bruce Keith. My name is Jean, and I'm from Houston, Texas. But the story actually um, took place not too far from Branson, Missouri, in a small town named uh, Monette. And it actually takes place in the house that my great-grandfather built. And I apologize in advance if it seems like this is a bit long, but there's actually several parts that tie together. Um, As I said, the house was built by by my great-granddad, And his name, we called him Hoppy, although his actual name was different than that. Um, And he, they raised all kinds of animals. They had a ranch, had horses and other things. And Hoppy was a pretty spry guy and would um, go out on the ranch and just ride and check out the the herd. And he had a favorite axe that he carried everywhere with him. And as he got older, my family that still lives there... um, became more concerned that he was gonna be injured and so they took his axe and they hid it from him and this really made him very angry. He was a really nice man, but he you know, he had a temper like anyone would, especially when they get older and start to realize things aren't going like they used to. And so he looked for that axe, couldn't find it anywhere, and I guess when I was about twelve he um he died rather suddenly and the axe was never found. And So flash forward to a few years later and we were up visiting family and my cousin started to tell me about a story that had happened not too far before us getting there. And it was about the ax. And after Hoppy, well, before Hoppy died rather, um, he found the ax as it turns out and then hid it. And that's why no one could ever find it. And so now my cousin, who was the only boy cousin in the family at the time, wanted to have the ax as a memento because he'd spent so much time with Hoppy. And so they looked everywhere, and as I said, they couldn't find it. And so we're visiting, and my grandmother, Hoppy's daughter, was in the habit of baking fresh bread every day, and she said it kept her arthritis at bay. And so she baked bread, and because there was a lot of bread, she would freeze it in this downstairs freezer that was one of those, like a chest that would, you know, the lid opens up. Um, And so we were visiting, as I said, and and we'd get up in the mornings early and and Mimi would have made, gotten rather, some of the cinnamon rolls that she had made, you know, far before, but she kept down in the freezer. So she was down in that freezer on a regular basis, probably two or three times a week. And so this particular morning, um, we got up and I walked into the kitchen and Mimi had kind of a funny look on her face and didn't think much of it, you know, We ate breakfast and went on about our day and our visit ended we went home and so as i said my cousin was telling me the story that that day the reason her face looked funny is that she had gotten up that morning and gone downstairs to get the cinnamon rolls out and laying on top of the freezer was the axe that they couldn't find for all that time and the most important thing to know about this whole story is that we had actually been talking about that axe the day prior to her finding it. And so I can only guess that Hoppy must have heard what we said. And so that kind of leads into the next story. So and the next year we went to visit and my cousins and my grandmother had said that they'd seen Hoppy off and on around the house, just kind of standing there watching, not really doing anything. But he looked like he did when he was alive, solid as all get out. So we go to visit and... I'm a little freaked out over this idea, and although I loved Hoppy, I didn't want to see him. And so we, um, my grandmother, of course, decided that the place we would stay, my sister and I, would be in Hoppy's old bedroom, which that really bothered me. I wasn't going to hurt her feelings, and so you know we kind of settled into the idea that that's where we were going to sleep. And so that afternoon, we were sitting out on their porch, and they had a screened-in porch, which is pretty common in that part of Missouri, and their dog Heidi came running down the steps and was standing next to us on the screened dead porch and acted like the dog acted like she wanted to go out. And so I started to stand up to open the door for her and Mimi put her hand on my arm and said, Just wait a minute I thought, Okay, well that's kinda weird and within maybe twenty seconds of her of Mimi saying, Just wait a second, the screen door opened about three inches just on its own there was no wind there was nothing that should have opened that door but it opened just enough that Heidi could get her nose in the doorway and push the door open enough to run out and I I looked at Mimi like okay what was that and Mimi said just wait and so Heidi went out and ran around and did her thing and as she came back I sat and waited this time, and again, the door just opened just enough that Heidi ran up that she could get her nose in between the door frame and the door and run back in the house. So, needless to say, I was already a little freaked out before this, and now I'm completely freaked out. And so, that night, my sister and I, um, it was time to go to bed, and we were downstairs in, as I said, Hoppy's bedroom, and my parents were in a bedroom at the very back of the house. And one thing you need to know about Hoppy is that he would stay up pretty late at night, probably, I'd say, two or three. It was pretty common for him to just stay up, and then he'd he'd go to bed. Well, my grandmother at the time had plastic runners all through her house that would protect the floor. And so we were asleep, and I heard the sound of Heidi's nails on the plastic runners. It made kind of a clicking sound. And so that woke me up, and I was on the side closest to the bed – I mean, excuse me, closest to the door – And so I heard the sound. I rolled over to tell Heidi to come jump on the bed and smuggle in with us. And standing in the doorway was my grandfather, my great-grandfather, Hoppy. Plain as day, looked just like he did when he was alive. And I remember it scared me so badly that I suddenly couldn't breathe. But I could reach over and slap my sister who was sleeping next to me. She wakes up, rolls over, sees him as well, and... And suddenly I had air, and I started, you know, crying and screaming, and she started screaming, and we jumped up, and I, I don't frankly know what Hoppy did. I'm pretty sure he probably shook his head and walked away or walked back to wherever he was, um, but we ran down the hall and jumped in our parents' bed, you know, upset. And My mother said, you are not to say a word to Mimi in the morning. You just keep this to yourself. You guys both just had a bad dream. It's not Hoppy, and so we don't want to upset grandmother and so the next morning I got up before everyone else and I went into the kitchen and of course Mimi was already up had the cinnamon rolls out coffee made and I sat down and she said you know I heard heard some noise last night are y'all okay I heard screaming and crying and I said oh yeah because you know I remember my mother saying don't say a word to Mimi about it and I said yeah oh yeah we were just I had a bad dream, and it scared my sister, and so she woke up, and she started crying, too. And she, my grandmother looked at me, and she said, no, I know exactly what happened. Poppy came to see you, and I know this because he came to see me, too. You don't need to be afraid. He loves you, and he just wanted to say goodbye. So that's my story. Um, I hope you enjoy it, and I look forward to hearing more of your great stories on the radio. Thank you. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.